What's up, everyone? It's your boy Reckless Fox here, and welcome to episode 43. Oh, not 43. Episode 44. Now I'm, I'm keeping track. Welcome to episode 44 of the Scroll Game Podcast. And rocking with me tonight is my boy, my pal, Mr. Gotcha 15, who's currently coming to, going to work. So take it away. Hey, what it do? It's your boy Gotcha. God bless y'all. All right then. And unfortunately, um, Scoops, Jen, and CC are in exile are currently out. Uh, X-Force might come, he might not, I know he has something to do, but other than that, it's going to be just two of us tonight. You're probably wondering, who the hell are we? Well, we're the folks and jokes, giving you uh, all the insight on everything happening in the movie industry, the video game industry, comic books, and geek culture just in general, and it's been pretty much a slow week uh, when it comes to that, um, but we, we're going to be talking about two big things that happened, uh, uh, two serious things, and then we're, we'll, we'll actually lighten it up afterwards. And my opening comment right now is I want to take a moment of silence for the lives that were lost during the uh, shooting that happened in Florida this past week. Um, for those of y'all who don't know, um, there was a tournament going on in Florida, and um, all of a sudden, one of the guys who lost in that tournament actually opened fire on some of the people there, killing three people in the process. Sometimes a so, comic book movie doesn't. Oh, with that being said, I just want to take a moment of silence for those who lost their lives. All right, then. And with that being said, we're actually going to... I don't... I Usually, um, I, we do say uh, we do housekeeping, but I might as well just do the housekeeping real quick. Um, as always, we do our stuff. We do our shows live. Um, we cover everything on twitch.tv slash recklessfox. So if you want to be part of the chat, by all means do. Uh, we love to um, hear you guys' insight on some of the things we're talking about. If you have any opinions, let us know. Let us know in the comments. We do not bite at all. But of course, as always, if you feel as if you're going to be asking a stupid question, and we always advise, you, there's no such thing as a stupid question, unless you believe it is a stupid question. And if it is, then okay, fine. But you can then now forever email us at strongclubgamebookings at gmail.com. That's strongclubgamebookings at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business acquirers who love doing business with these folks. You want to find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Gaming. You can find us on our YouTube page, Gaming, And you can find us on our mother base, soundcloud.com slash Gaming, as well as googleplay.com slash Gaming. Now, if you want some private critique time, you can find me, Reckless Fox, on Twitter or Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox. You can find me on YouTube at Reckless underscore Fox, and you can find me on twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If I'm not holding down the Southtown region, Geese Howard flexing, GC, GC, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Mr. Gotchalk 15. Twitch, Gotcha 15, Twitter, Instagram, Gotcha underscore 15. All right, now with that out the way, let's actually, we're going we're gonna to get into this, uh, and we're, we're not even going to queue up the music for this one, for these two stories that we're going to be talking about. So, uh, if you're listening to this on the pre-recording on SoundCloud, uh, there yes, there is no music for this part. Um, we, as we said, we mentioned earlier in the, um, in the briefing, we're, we're going to be talking about what happened this past week in Orlando, I'm mean, not Orlando, in Florida. I don't, was it in Orlando? I'm not sure. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay. So, as we said earlier, um, during a Madden tournament down uh, down in Jacksonville, Florida, and you can actually read this on New York Post, um, the gun, um, pull, um, uh, one of the guys who lost in um the Madden tournament. Um, actually start to open fire. And if I'm reading this from New York Post. The gunman who shot th- uh, two people at the Florida, uh, shot dead two people at a Florida sh- uh, video game, 
video game tournament uh, video, video tournament Sunday was a disgruntled gamer who had played and lost a competitor said the shooter targeted a few people and the shot and shot them before killing himself gamer Steven uh, Stevie J Javaruski told the LA Times in direct message on Twitter the gunman killed two or three people that I saw Javrinsky added the shooter the shooting horror was uh, partially captured on live stream on a Madden video game com competition that was broadcast from the conference. Um, and that's pretty much it. I really don't, there's more to it and you can actually find more about this um, on Google and stuff like that. But um, for right now, let's just get into it. Um, GC, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, considering the fact that we legit just came from Evo like roughly a few weeks ago. So, what are your are you having thoughts about this um, um i mean yeah because like that's the thing like something like that you know never normally it never happens when it comes to a gaming community because like when it comes to us as a gaming community you know we may have our moments and everything because it's competitive sports and like you know we might you know we might laugh or joke um have that competitive energy just to pretty much you know put it out there but at the end of the day and everything we family you know when it comes to really not that serious like you know just because it's just a game like you know gc cut out what's up can you hear me now yeah yeah i said uh pretty much at the end of the day when it comes to the game us as the gaming community we family and it's never to the point that it's that serious where you pretty much rage to the point of a loss to literally have the decision or to take somebody's life because um, like I said, that this normally doesn't happen. It's like I'm still doing my independent research to get more facts and information on basically on the victims and government, you know, himself to pretty much take his life to basically put all the pieces together to look more into it. But uh, it's 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 pretty sad. Um, and like I said, it's shocking at the same time because this normally doesn't happen. Because you know, at, at the end of the day, it's it's just a game. You know, just and it's pretty much crazy. But like you know, it just says that you know my 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 heart and my my thoughts and my prayers are going to the uh, victim's family. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. But yeah, I'm still pretty much looking. So. Again, I think for me, um, now look, and I actually was just reading this while you were talking. Apparently, on Fortune.com, uh, a Madden developer. E, uh, developer EA sued by survivor of the deadly uh, Jacksonville shooting. So someone who survived the Jacksonville shooting is actually suing EA right now. Um, and I'm gonna read this verbatim. I, I'm I'm reading real quick. Um, Jacob Mitch, who was shot twice at at the tournament, says EA failed to provide a safe and secure environment. He's pressing charges against Jacksonville Landing Mall and Pizza Parlor Chicago Pizza, uh, where the tournament took place. The game room at the venue reportedly blocked exits, violating fire codes, according to News Channel Jackson, News 4 Jacksonville, though it's unclear that impact that had on the shooting. This is likely the first of other lawsuits as Morgan and Morgan, the law firm representing uh, Mitch, is also representing other victims. EA has since canceled other Madden qualifying tournaments and announced it will donate a million dollars to the shooting victims. The fire marshal shut down the Chicago Pizza location after noting the game room was not part of the establishment approved plans okay i didn't know about that but okay so 
my thing is this, and and honestly, like, I don't think we're. I'm gonna say this right now. I read this story last Sunday when it happened, and I am still when I think about it. I really don't have. I don't know what to say. I I really don't because. It's really nothing to say. Yeah, like. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm kind of getting choked up a little bit. Um. Th- th- honestly, there really is nothing to say. Uh, I all I would say is this, and I I'll, I'll piggyback on what you said. I, no matter if you l- lose, I don't think taking someone's it's life is the next. Yeah, it's just a game, and I, and I said this on Twitter. It's just- and if y'all read my Twitter, I was livid when I when I read this, but I was speaking out of them. I was speaking through out of emotion because. You know, as gamers, as the gaming community, yes, we have our moments where we go, you know, bat crap crazy, you know, throwing game, uh, controllers and tables and everything like that. But never to the point where we would ever think about taking another person's life. Like, I, I, I have never heard of something this. Yeah, I never heard it. I never heard of something like that either. And the crazy thing about it is, it's like when I first heard it. What popped into my head or whatever, just as in everything that we went through last year as a gaming community, pretty much being under fire, that pretty much like, you know, where the president basically blamed uh, the violence, I mean, the gun violence pretty much on video games and different, like, you know, people started coming out and everything, just basically uh, putting the blame on video games as a whole, or even let alone just violent video games. And it's just like, you know, okay, this is pretty much giving them a reason to add fuel to the fire to towards, you know, video games with pretty much it's not the case. And somebody did come out and say, like, you know, like, you know, see, 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 and everything, like, you know, basically see what video games, you know, do, you know, do to people and pretty much, you know, cause, like, you know, shit out and everything, but it's like, which was kind of stupid and everything. I didn't know football could make you, turn you into, like, you know, a shooter or whatever, like, you know, no, whatever. Um, yeah, it's just... Like I said, at the, at, the end of the, at the end of the day, it's pretty much it's just a game. It's really, really never that serious. Pretty much, you know, if you lose, you basically learn from your mistakes, pick up where you left off, and try again on the next turn. Now, that's it. All it does is just to make you stronger. Again, it's just... I I think what really... I think what what really hurts when I, when I talk about this is because... It just, it was not like th- roughly three, four weeks ago when you and I went to Evo, right? And keep in mind, we, we went to Mandalay Bay, and, and and if y'all remember last year what happened, um, there was the Mandalay Bay shooting that happened. So, and I know a lot of people were like, I know a lot of people were concerned about security at Evo because, you know, security wasn't really doing their job, wasn't really checking people and stuff like that. Uh, I I was told this through through some people and that follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm here right now. Hey hey X Force. Um, and with Morphicon, like my my uh, Ranger fan, we were talking about the security there as well. My my, and it's just that with this, it's like, I I don't know, man. I I. Anyways, uh, um... what's your thought? I I can't right now, dude. What what? You want you want to give us your thoughts about what happened in Jacksonville? I'm, go- I'm going to say straight up, straight up negligence, just straight up. That's um that's all I need to say with that one. And another thing is, 
you know with all those typical school shootings, uh, this is going to be a little heartless, I would say, but you would expect the politicians and the lobbyists to say ban gun to go uh, on the bout of get gun control, but not this time for some reason. That is odd for me. It's like so for gamers, they don't think it's guns, but but it's implied. But they're what they're doing is making a statement that hey, it's the gamers' problem, not the guns at this point. It's like so it's contradictory to what they're. It's kind of contradictory to their typical style of politics. Oh, uh, that's what people are actually saying. No, it's just my observation okay. because I have I have yet to see any spark of gun control bullshit. Because you already know with all the school shootings and they they claim for a gun control, but for gamers, nah, don't care. It's like even wow. They push, even they push it far to the point that they want to abolish the Second Amendment law, which much stupid and everything. Because like, and then, I mean, when, overall at the end of the day, it's not a gun issue. It's really pretty much a heart issue. Because even if you take the guns away, that's not going to stop mass murder. That's not going to stop on mass. I mean, stop mass killing. Because what's it? What? What pretty much a murderer is going to do to next or whatever, because they're recreative when it comes to the craft of doing the crime. Whether they use a metal pot, I mean, a metal, a metal uh, pipe, or a bat, or a knife, or strangling. Like, they'll use every aspect of where they can get their hands, hands on, basically, to commit their crime. Pretty much. But, uh, but as I said, from politics point of view, it's like, this is very unusual because you would hear a lot of bullshit like, uh, uh, you would hear a lot of bullshit like gamers are, bu uh, are a piece of trash or something like that. Well, that's what been, like, like, I would say this on Twitter. I, I, I think this is when I kind of like get really upset because I'm like, people are like, you see people talk about how like, oh, you see, this is what happens. You know, gamers are, it, this is such a hyper uh, toxic ma masculine uh community and stuff like that and i'm like okay first of all this has nothing to do with that like uh, at all because like you're i you're try, you're i trying first to make, called it you're trying to make bs over the fact that two people two or three people just died because some dude got mad over the fact that he lost and my my whole thing is i really and and i don't and i'm, I'm trying to come at this as not being a d-bag i'm not trying i'm trying to come at this as professional as possible it's to anyone out there i who really believes that playing video games is your life and everything i i really do appall a part of this i you guys i want you all to like talk to someone because at no point should you ever play a game and if you lose you kill someone that that's not what that's not what gamers do and that's not what anyone should ever do just because you lost your avatar lost on a virtual reality simulation that you're looking at on your tv screen doesn't mean doesn't give you the right to take someone else's life yes you lost yes you may have gone a long distance of traveling but you take your loss and you're done. Like that, that no point at no point should you ever think I'm going to kill someone because is... I lost. And this has honestly... nothing, on, real quick. This, and this has, uh, it's not in the honestly for me, this has nothing to do with gun control. This has nothing to do with, with any of that. This has something to do with like what GC says. Junior, I think you have to look at yourself in the mirror before, at all times because 
th this that should not be your first the last thing you should do it, it, it baffles me it disappoints me it it makes me sad it, it really it i don't this really does hurt on a emotional level because I would think as a community, as gamers, we would never do that. And and I, I don't know, dude. I, I really don't know. I, I know the next story we're going to talk about is going to piss me off. So I, I'm, I'm just trying. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I mean, I mean, it's really nothing else we can say. I mean, do you got anything else you want to say, X-Force? <sighs> it's just a lot of bullshit at this point. Like, I'm going to say straight up, on a politics side, it opens a whole can of worms. I'm going to say straight up, assuming the nor uh, assuming the nor uh, normal people actually give a crap about it, but in but as we know, the the term gamer still holds a stigma in real world, yeah, which is a sad truce. On top of that one, now we have gamers, uh, well, not a gamers, a gamer that shoot uh, that pretty much shoot to kill and then the, he commit murder suicide, right? Yeah, yeah. If I'm correct. Okay, yeah, he, did. he did. He committed murder suicide, and he's pretty much, he pretty much has. Uh, you know what? Forget, forget the trans lot. So we, as I said before, school shooting, people give a crap about. Well, okay. First of all, you, you're of course, your experts. Of course, people are going to care because yeah, no one wants to see their child get murdered. Yeah, and I can understand that one. As for gamers, like gamers are still a child. Yeah, like you have that's like extra. A good example child. is this: when GC and I went to Evo, we saw people. We saw people with their kids going in these tournaments. We saw kids competing in these tournaments, dude. I understand. I fully understand that one. <sighs> but overall, this uh, this incident is just like I am not happy with it at all. No one is. I I don't think. And those who are is like are piece of shit. No, right and y'all are happy about this. I think y'all y'all niggas need to see professional help because people's this lives, is not people's cool. lives were threatened and and some people's lives were taken. And I'm I'm going to I'm going to say this again, and this might sound like a broken piano or a broken record, but no one should ever lose their life at a video game competition just because an individual loss. No one should, regardless Ever. if it's a competition. You know what I mean? No one should lose their life for something stupid. Yeah. Like, no matter if it's sports, esports, whatever, the last thing a person would should ever do is take someone else's life. And it, I don't think I've ever been... To, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've ever been this emotional on this podcast before. I really don't. Yeah, just go ahead and move on. I'm going to say straight up. It's, if you're emotionally detached, it's a lot easier to see things objectively, but it doesn't change the fact that it stinks really hard. You know what I mean? Anyways, did you give a moment of silence for them at the very least or yeah, no? Yeah, I did. I already did. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, <sighs> just, well I, I would just say the last thing is um, our thoughts and love and prayers and everything above goes to those who... Who had loved ones who don't, all, don't have the loved all, ones who lost their lives there? 
to all the competitor uh, to all the competitors and spectators who lost their lives basically and if and if any of y'all if you if you guys want to talk about this and stuff we're here we're here for you so just hit us up you can hit us up on twitter you can hit if you want our discord we will gladly give you guys a discord um at a later date just hit us up on twitter or instagram and we'll send you guys the uh, discord especially those who are, if, for those of y'all who are listening to this on soundcloud google play um, if y'all want, just uh, message us or email us on on, on our webs on our email address, and we'll give you guys the Discord page. So, all right, without the way, let's get to something that might it's actually gonna piss me off now. <laughs> so, well, um, um, sorry about that. But all overall, right. so we're gonna move on basically. Yeah. So, um, for those of y'all who don't know, I'm big on screen junkies. I think we all are. We like the honest trailers. And we've and, are awesome. Yeah, and we've been yeah. we were we've been following the whole issue with uh, screen junkies um, that happened back in October uh, last October. So for those to give you to recap, you guys on what happened. Uh, one of the founders of uh, screen junkies, Andy Snore, was fired from uh, Defy Media after allegations of uh, sexual harassment, sexual and sexual misconduct started erupting, and there was actual proof that he did this. Uh, and stuff like that. Uh, he was fired, and Screen Junkies since then has been pretty much on the up and up on the up and up, trying to cl- uh, you know clean their name and clean up their image, and they've been doing a really good job. Well, um, a couple. Uh, well, earlier this week, um, Andy Signore is now being confirmed. You read this on Variety. Our show's creator, Andy Signore, sues Defy Media over his sexual harassment firing. And I'm just going to, to pretty much paraphrase it, um, Andy Signore's lawyer said, Oh, no, everyone was in on it, you know, everyone, like, it, it was, like everyone was good, everyone was good doing everything and like that. And I'm, I'm going to try to read this verbatim, some of this verbatim real quick. Let me just, uh, let me, uh, enhance this real quick. Um, so, uh, the case is not about, uh, uh, denigrating, denigrating, um, Denigrating, denigrating the Me Too hashtag Me Too movement. Andy Signore's lawyers state the case is about preserving the uh, integrity and the influence of such movements by ensuring that the powerful organizations are not permanent. Speaking of that, for financial gain, Um, Defy leadership fostered a company culture of profanity and obscenity. Andy Signore's state's uh, attorney stated sexual harassment was prevalent and went virtually unchecked. Um, the past year has been extremely difficult after being uh, falsely accused of sexual assault. As a result, I had my own ownership. Uh, Andy Signore thanked his. Att- oh, and this is uh, this is a separate statement. Andy Signore had said said this. Uh, as a result, I had my ownership in the company taken away, lost my family and my relationship. I never threatened, abused, assaulted, or forced myself on anyone. I did, however, engage in infidelities that I regretted tremendously. My ex-wife and my family are the true victims here, and I am deeply sorry to them and so forth and so forth you could actually read this entire thing on variety so i'm actually gonna go first and again i'm trying to get professional up in this mug um i'm sorry bro but if, if you if one if one of the people in your office said that you harassed them and assaulted them and so forth and so forth right and have actual proof of it I'm fucking pissed. There's a problem. There's a problem, and I'm here to defend Dan Merle, Hal Rutnick, um, Spencer Gilbert, and everyone else who works at Screen Junkies. Andy, you're a goddamn liar. Take your L and shut the hell up. 
Okay, you 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 clearly stated that you lost your family for this. Well, that was your fault and your own part. And as I've always said, everyone deserves a second chance, but you have to earn it. And if you want to earn it, nigga, you better do something about it. Okay, but and, and I'm pretty sure suing the company that houses the creation that you made and you screwed up on ain't going to do a damn thing. That's just my that's just my opinion about it. So uh, other than that, uh, GC, what are your thoughts? Uh, that's pretty much crazy, and it's kind of like you know whatever. Cause I was gonna say pretty much speaking of which, um, uh, pretty much to add on to that, um, the very person pretty much, I'll say started the whole Hollywood version of the Me Too movement. You know, basically with the whole beginning of, you know, of the accusation, not really accusations. It pretty much turned out to be true with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, pretty much uh, the woman I forgot her name. It's uh, it start with an A. Well, well, but anyway, her pretty yeah. much who basically first like you know came out and said Harvey Weinstein did this. She's in fact also in some controversy. Oh yeah, I know about that one. Of, yeah, of her own Me, Me Too moment of her being a predator to a seventeen-year-old boy that she basically knew since the age of seven. And also play her son in the movie, that basically she slept with him when she was when he was seventeen years old. Yeah, I I know all about that. I actually forgot to put down the notes, but yeah. Um, for those y'all who want to know, um, yeah, one of the pretty much the founder of the Me Too movement. That and I didn't she take settlements as well. I don't remember. Um, I don't I don't know. Well, she's she's the founder of the Hollywood version. Oh. The actual person. Who know who started the Me Too movement was the actual rape victim. Uh, I forgot she's an African American woman. I forgot her name as well. Though. Okay. But yeah, so honestly, I, I'm not surprised about that happening. But the again, going back to Screen Junkies, I find it funny that like, bro, like you you got caught and, and you trying to get your way out of it. I I, I don't know why. I, I like no me wrong. I, I we said this before, but like you know try um trial uh you know trial comes first and stuff like that and. Um, like wait until court and stuff. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, I've always said yeah. that. Yeah. Everything innocent like that. Like guilty. the whole Enzo Mori thing that happened, the Morgan Freeman thing that happened. I'm like, again, innocent until proven guilty. I think in this scenario though, any yeah, guilty because the fact that people saved text messages that you sent to other people to other women that, that's not your wife. People saved them. And everything like that. You got caught, fam. I don't know why you trying to fight this. I really don't. This ain't this ain't how to get away with murder, fam. You this, this ain't this, this ain't this ain't a show. This is real life, bro, fam. I'm just saying. But yeah, uh, X Force, you got any comments about this? <sighs> Not uh, nothing really. Okay. Uh, Do you see any final comments? Nope. Okay. Well, out of the way. Um, yeah, so let's move on. Now, um, usually we do have quick news and stuff, but unfortunately tonight we do not have any quick news. So we're actually going to go into the gaming news. Speaking of more things that are going to probably piss you off, Twitch is trying to screw people over via Amazon Prime. Um, GC, I'm going to let you take the floor on this because you have more insight cool. about what's going on than I do. So what's going on? What is Twitch doing? Okay, I'm going to just jump to the, jump to the point. 
Well, you know, pretty much, you know, those who do, you know, including like, you know, a, a few a few people rather than the podcast, those who are visible and those who are not. And also those who are viewing this podcast or even viewing when it's about to be posted. Some of you guys are have paid the subscription of the Twitch uh, Twitch Prime Amazon, basically where you pay a certain amount of money for a subscription where you get to view your favorite streamer ad free. Now Twitch decided, like, you know, forget it. Uh, pretty much it's a greed issue. It's always a greed issue when it comes to uh, corporate. Even though you're going to pay that money for that subscription of Twitch Prime, basically the purpose of, well, part of the purpose, of course, you know, you get your uh, rewards and stuff and also your emotes. And most importantly, ad free. They're going to decide whether you pay for it or not. You still going to put ads on that B. So, you need to tell me that the one legal solution of trying to get uh, ad-free ad uh, stuff on Twitch is now being taken away. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I never really paid for the pay, pay for the membership to begin with because I don't really mind the ads. You know, plus, you know, it supports the uh, platform. It also supports the streamers who are partnering with the platform. But... It seemed pretty much, you know, what pretty much right now, pretty much it's just a waste of money because you're still going to get apps anyway. So, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, X-Force, so, what's your and, thoughts on this? Well, then, so much for that idea. <laughs> All right. Oh, what you do? Um, wow, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm, I mean, don't be wrong. At one point, I actually did want to get Twitch Prime because when you, for those of you don't know, like, when you get Twitch Prime, you actually do get discounts on games that people are actually playing and stuff like that. And you also get free stuff as well. Yeah, and you can actually buy someone a subscription to your favorite uh, Twitch streamer and stuff like that. Because if, if when you become a Twitch affiliate on Twitch, you can actually do you can actually have people subscribe with for a certain amount of money. Like let's say with GC, with GC, if like if they, if you want to subscribe to him. Uh, they were like fork over like five bucks a month. Now me, I probably just do two bucks a month because I'm not. I, I I honestly don't see the point. But that's just me. And I know Just J Sama does it too. Shout out to Just J Sama. But at the same time, it's like, bruh, like why, like why would you do that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that you know, um, the ads do help some of the content creators and stuff like that on Twitch. But at the same time, um, I don't want to continuously watch a Mountain Dew commercial. In the middle of the stream. Now, unless it's like Overwatch League or any of the other tournaments that are being sponsored and stuff, that I can understand. I can understand that completely. But um, it's because of the stakeholders in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's but like, if, if the ads are going to be there, it should be related to said product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I should not be I should not be getting an ad about Ariana Grande's next album. I'm just using that as an example. This has nothing to do with what happened at the Aretha Franklin uh, funeral. I'm just saying. I don't think any. I don't think a Little Wayne uh, EP album has anything to do with The Witcher Three. I'm just saying, people. So, and here's gonna be a real life scenario. It's Keaton. Anyways, I was trying to watch uh, an Overwatch streamer just for the sake of getting drops. I got so many ads about a television series for uh, for the channel USA. Oh, was it Shooter or The Purge? Both. I keep getting those constantly while I'm trying to watch Overwatch. Like, okay, like those are the ads I don't like. 
on it because those don't those ads don't relate to me. You know what I mean? Like I said, uh, I, I again, me personally, I don't really care because I still use block. Sorry, people, but uh, but at the same time, it doesn't work it's like, anymore. Huh? It doesn't work anymore. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. That's true. Well, it, it works for YouTube still, but it doesn't work for Twitch, and I actually have no problem with that. But um, but for those of y'all who are you who had Twitch Prime and needed it so that way you know you you want to sit through ads and stuff like that, that does suck, and people actually paid for that too. So yeah, and when when did they start? Um, when did they officially start uh, doing that GC? I know they start doing it later this month, uh, later in September. But what day? I forgot what day, but I know it's gonna pretty much gonna be this month. It's gonna probably in a couple weeks, like September. 1st. Oh, oh no 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 no! It's the twenty. I believe it's the twenty-first. Okay, so yeah, on the twenty-first, uh, be on the lookout for that. And uh, I know a lot of Twitch streamers right now are actually boycotting it by keeping their stuff ad-free as well. So, uh, Twitch, maybe you should they probably cut it. it. Seriously? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's really awesome right there. Yeah, the Twitch community is actually coming together. People who are streamers, they're coming together to uh, tackle this issue by uh, by making all their streams ad-free. So, they won't, Twitch won't be getting money from that. So, Twitch, uh, look. Twitch, I'm not going to give you the big L yet. I'm going to give you, like, a small L. Y'all ain't like YouTube, where YouTube just continuously takes L's left and right. And so like y'all need to like try to figure out a way to fix this because that that's that's just that's just wrong like you can't just do that to people you can't promise people one thing and then completely change your mind about it later on like that, that, that does... they have the right to do it but, so but it looks terrible on them like well, imagery wise i know that but they have the right to do it keep that in mind I... and it's even part of terms of service it's yeah they got they're allowed to change whatever product they have on there regardless if you like it or not so yeah, and yeah, I had to be the one who uh, who to break your bubble right there. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, hey, dude, like I said, I I, I, I do feel that it's wrong, but like as I say, it's it's their decision. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. It does suck, but at the same time, like I maybe I can understand. And if they have a good explanation on it, then I, I I'll listen to them. But until then, like that's just that just makes them look bad. So. Yeah. I mean, and pretty much it's not that bad to the point that like they if they really messed up. Where they basically push streamers as, as well as viewers to mixer. Yeah, you're kind of pushing your uh, your street. Yeah, you are kind of pushing your people to go to mixer or like uStream or uh, Hitbox and stuff. Do people still use Hitbox? No, okay. I don't know. I don't know. And, I don't know. I do not know one person who used Hitbox. Oh yeah, there's also another one. Um, there's also Pictar for those uh, for those digital artists out there. Yeah, I, I, here's one. Maybe. Maybe you might have people start flocking to Facebook Gaming. I think I think that thing's I think Facebook Gaming's picking up. You want else? Oh yeah. While we're on the subject, if you are on YouTube, use Vimeo instead. Much better. Or daily motion. And oh, or there's another. There is actually another social media site. I won't say that right now because I want I want to check it out first and, I, and let y'all you know about it afterwards. But. Yeah, so you already know Facebook up. is dead. Huh? You already know Facebook is completely... Uh, it's not completely dead, it's but... It's not completely dead, I mean, but... Them 4 million people who private information... Um, they, they, you, they made probably... three, you made 87 million. Jesus. 87 million. All right, fine. Well, all right, let's get into some actual good news from gaming news. All right, so... Resident... Uh, this is coming from Eurogamer. Uh, apparently, fans of Resident Evil, specifically the Resident Evil 2 remake, believe that they recently just saw Ada Wong 
and apparently this is coming from the the uh, trailer to the Resident Evil uh, 2 remake from E3, where um, some some fans actually brighten the contrast of uh, one specific scene all the way up, and you can see a silhouette of um, Ada Wong wearing. Isn't that confirmed? Like, uh, yeah. And, well, I, I don't know if it has been confirmed or not, but it was actually interesting. So, like it or not, Ada is coming back for uh, RE2. Uh, GC, since you're the big RE fan, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, of course she's gonna be back. I mean, she wouldn't. It wouldn't be a really a Resident Evil, pretty much. Of course it's gonna be a remake, but it wouldn't really be a Resident Evil two, a, a let alone the future Resident Evil when it comes to chronological, I mean, chronological order without Ada Wong. And just pretty much as features, just the same as with Leon, the same as with Claire. Uh, yeah, because I could have sworn like you know she was pretty much like you know Asian or. Chinese, but it's just like they. Well, I say it's Wong. She's Chinese. Exactly, but I've never known a white person have a last name Wong. Which one? Ada Wong. Ada Wong. Oh yeah. So they basically changed her features to look more white instead of you know Japanese. Well, I haven't, well, I haven't really seen the new look of Ada Wong. Yet, you need so. to. Anyways, uh, Wong is also. I won't say it yet. I, I need to, I need to check on something first. Wait, timeouts. Wait, did, GC, are you telling me that they actually showed Ada's face in the new game? Yeah, check yeah check out uh, shout out to Residents of Evil. They already covered the uh, issue the uh, the subject. If you check out the uh, I won't say the recent video, probably two to three videos before. They already covered the issues of Ada uh, Ada Wong's appearance in Resident Evil Two Remake, as well as where's Barry. Shout out to him too. Hey. They, they also touched the subject. Anyways, for Ada Wong, they shouldn't do the stereotypical uh, uh, Western Chinese. They should do more on the oh God, Chi ideal God. Chinese Chinese. You know, if you know what She's I mean. She's Chinese, dude. Get over it. I know, I know. But in terms of looks, they should be good. Uh, they should uh, actually look, uh, go for the ideal Asian uh, Asian Chinese. Look. I think they, I think they whitewashing video games now. It's common. Whitewashing video games. I mean, let's put it this way: if you if you're looking at a Western game, trying to pick Asian, they go for the ugly Asians, typically. Okay, uh, I'm looking at Resident Evil. Okay, Resident Evil, no disrespect to y'all, but I think I think they're just straight up showing Ada from like the Resident e Resident Evil on uh, um, Dark Side Chronicles. They haven't really shown Ada Wong's actual face for Resident Evil yet. Imagine Sorry. they uh, imagine they show her whitewash completely. Try where's Barry. <laughs> Where's Barry? That's his YouTube channel. Where's Barry? Okay, fine. But anyways, um, should we move on? At uh, this yeah, point? Uh, we yeah. Some, we got some more news. Uh, so we got two new games coming. We got two old franchises coming back from the dead, rising out of the ashes like a phoenix. First, we got the Onimusha series, Onimusha Warlords. The original game in the Onimusha franchise is being re-released um, in January for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Steam. And it comes out January 15th of 2019. So it comes out, I think, a week or and a half at, before the Resident Evil 2 remake. Also on the ballot, we got the Streets of Rage 4 has now been confirmed. And so the Streets of Rage series is coming back as well. So uh, with that being said, uh, X, uh, GC, since you're the oldest of us, so it's, you're, you're the old man of the crew, what's your thoughts? Ah, uh, super stoked for the Onimusha. I pretty much already called it out when pretty much Capcom announced while we was at Evo 
that they have confirmed not only they was going to make uh resident evil 3 remake but also future remake and remaster titles in the cat and uh capcom, capcom gaming franchise so pretty much you gotta look out for onimusha also look out for dino crisis and also look out for future resident evil titles such as Resident Evil Code Veronica uh, remake, Resident Evil uh, Outbreak remaster, you know, so on and so forth. Also, Resident Evil Eight. So I'm already, you know, pretty much stuck because a lot of people been asking, you know, concerning uh, only which to be remastered because that was such an iconic game, but was so underrated when it, uh, basically, when it came to a samurai slash action uh, game. Um, also, Rogue Army uh, Survival. I wouldn't say survival horror, but more action adventure. It's, it's more aggressive, I would say. Yeah. It's much yeah. more impressive than the Resident Evil side. Anyways, yeah. So I'm yeah. pretty sure about that. And as well as like one of my favorite titles when it comes to the beat em up genres, which is Street, uh, Streets of Rage. I've been crying just as in like, you know, when for years, when are they going to make a Street, Street of Rage 4? Um, they made a prototype, but pretty much, I guess they canceled it um, due to like, you know, some issues with the uh, company as well as the copyright or whatever. But so far I've seen the trailer. It's pretty awesome just as in the texture and the uh design and the graphics of it to make it seem like more comic book wise or because all right all right, all right get this when i seen it it reminds me of the intro of maximilian dude when he does his animation well man I, i'm no lie i maybe they probably got the guy who does maximilian's um intros on twitch so um, pretty much, yeah, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and you see like pretty much, you know, the uh, older ax Axel as well as the older and still fine Blaze. But in my mind, it's just like, you know, Dude, okay. she got thick <laughs> Wait. Dude, dude, Wait, dude, 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 Blaze is thick. Oh my Extra God. thick. <laughs> and Axel, he seems older. I mean, he looks older, like, you know, kind of like toned down. He got the, he got the <laughs> neck beard. Yeah, I mean, it's still cool. So he pretty much, you know, he called it old man Axel. But the thing is, I was pretty much wondering and kind of disappointed, where's Adam? Where's Skate? Hey, well, this game just got announced and there's no release date for it. So we might get we might get them at a later date. And it better not be DLC. It'll be DLC. Bruh, bruh, I'm just saying. You're going to catch these hands if you say that again. <laughs> X-Force, what's your thoughts? Uh, so I know you love the Onimusha series. I, I think you played yeah. it. What's your thought? Yeah, I did play it. I am really hyped for Onimusha right now. So happy. I actually want to play it again. Because um, because I actually played it during my childhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I played it. Is it rated M? If I yeah, it's rated M. Yeah, I played uh, That's one of my few rated M games I played when I was like 9 or 10 or something like that. But, it's, but the story compelled me to want to go further. Like, I was drawn to the, I was drawn to the story, the lore, and... And even like what's going, what the hell's going on, in general, I really love the series. I actually played the first and third one. The second one, it didn't feature someone else gay, sadly, uh, honestly. Well, I know that the third one, uh, it shows Leon the profession from the professional uh, as one of the main characters. I can't remember the dude, the, the French guy from the professional. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. He he also whip and it's really mean, honestly. But someone, uh, but playing as someone else can and uh, and jo uh, and Jacques. There we go. His his name is uh, yeah. His name is Jacques actually. Playing as both of them is really is really fun honestly. So. Right, what's your uh, thoughts on Streets Rage Four? 
I have no opinion of it because I didn't play it. Okay, I, I actually have the Sega collection on my computer. I think you can get it too. I think it's like three bucks. Uh, you can, and you can also find it on, on Humble Bundle now. Uh, I think it has a multiplayer. So you want, we can play. I think they have Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3 on there. So we can try and play it. Two was my best. Two was my favorite one. And the one with the kangaroo? Nah, that's three. Oh, okay. All right. But other than that, uh, yeah, I never got the chance to play the Onomisha series uh, when I was a kid. Because, you know, back in my day, I, you, I could not play rated M games. Uh, the only NBA I, game I was able to play was uh, Rainbow Six and Mortal Kombat, and that was it. I couldn't play Grand Theft Auto, I couldn't play God of War until I was like 13 or so. I had adult supervision, so I was able to play Onimusha. Uh, I was able to play Onimusha. I was, so. also, I, was, I actually was also able to play the Prince of Persia games because there really was nothing graphic about it. So, But I, yeah. I honestly, I cannot wait to play Onimusha. I actually, I, I'm honestly thinking about one of the PS2 version, but I might just wait until it gets remastered and see. Uh, I'm going to say straight up, Onimusha is an excellent series. And like GC said, underrated as hell. But there are definitely flaws with it, though. I, ha I have to admit. Like, especially some of the poor voice acting here and there. But it is an old game. Yeah, I know. But uh, but overall, you will enjoy it. Okay. You can do combos in that game. Alright, and, with, and uh, with Streets of Rage 4, I mean, I am now interested in playing it because Blaze... Oh my god. I, I'm look like I legit I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm telling y'all right now, for those y'all who can't see this on SoundCloud, I legit pause my YouTube um video and I'm legit just staring at Blaze's ass right now. She dude, she on her and Mrs. And, her and Elastigirl. I wanna see who's thicker. We need a twerk competition between Blaze and Now you and know Elastigirl gonna beat that. We need to see a tour competition with these two. I'm not gonna lie. What you trying to say, GC? I say you know Elastigirl gonna beat that. Yeah, it's true because because Elastigirl can make her butt bigger and it still be natural, unlike some people. Kimonosh. <coughs> Anyways, but that's a different story. Dang. The point of the matter is, is that I cannot wait for Street Rage Four. Um, honestly, it's something that I didn't think I would ever say. But I am looking forward to it. Uh, again, the game we all we know right now is the game is supposed to come out in 2018. There is no dude. There is no date for it yet. It might be coming out this year. It might be coming out early next year. Who knows? But we'll be on the lookout for that game later on. So with that being said, that was it for our gaming news. Now let's get into our movie and TV news. And, and I and I need to go. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Source Somebody. Much appreciated as always. All right. Right. Anyways, uh, as always, um, pray for the ch uh, pray for the victims yes, in general. Exactly. Alright, see you guys. Peace. So, uh, and for the, for the quick, for the uh, movie news, I'm gonna go tackle this one first, because I know GC is going to blow an ever-loving gasket. And it has something to do with a specific black superhero from a famous comic book company. Wesley Snipes, and this is coming from comicbook.com, Wesley Snipes uh, confirms ongoing moral discussions about a future Blade project. Uh, this has been confirmed this past weekend, uh, actually a couple of days ago. Um, uh, this is coming from comicbook.com and saying, given that superheroes are hotter than ever, Blade himself, Wesley Snipes, recently detailed what the future could hold for the character, whether he reprises the role of the new 
or a newcomer takes over there there are a lot of conversations going on right now and we're very blessed to have the enthusiasm and interest to in something coming from that world again snipe shared with vice we've created two projects that fit perfectly into the world and when people see them i think they're on, they're only going to have a problem with deciding whether one they what what uh deciding which one they will love the most he added all the main excess uh, excess at marvel and my team we've been discussing for the past two years everyone's enthusiastic about it everyone gets it but they but they get a but they got a business to run and they gotta swear the things that they gotta figure out before they can get to it i guess in the meantime we got a business to run and 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 our own state our own slate of things to do and so forth and so forth it goes on and on so blade could potentially be coming back gc what are your thoughts uh stoked and tube yeah this is old news because i know wesley snipe pretty much been talking with marvel for years i mean years on a potential sequel to blade you know sadly for blade three or for trinity or whatever but pretty much you know just a sequel of uh, blade four but marvel pretty much haven't really responded back you know to his uh question or anything or pretty much is working around just as in you know like budgeting or etc but he's been talking with marvel for years and i know fans including myself has been asking it on a potential sequel all blade uh pretty much to blade four and I even said, I even messaged Wesley Snipes myself on Instagram and even on Twitter. If the plot turns out that you have a son, I will do whatever it takes to audition for that role. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you think about the writing, it fits well. Just as in the, the doctor from the first one, they pretty much either meet up later or somehow like, you know, that whole scene where he's sucking on her neck or just priority I could do these scene. He pretty much knocked the boots or whatever. Then, you know, she come out and they were not knocking years later. They were not knocking boots. Hey, I said the writing, they could fit it in there. Oh, and basically, I'm saying in the fourth one, they could basically, she could pay, basically show up years later. Oh, he's your son. And she, and, and as always, black don't crack because the, the lady who plays, um who plays the doctor, she actually still be looking good. Yeah. Or pretty much, he basically come across his son like in a fight team and don't even realize it. he just think he ha he's a he has another enemy, but he recognized some of the traits and the chemistry that they both share when it comes to the fighting style, the strengths, and you know and the similarities. But like I said, later on the plot basically comes where pretty much he shows up like you know oh he's your son or whatever. But the greatest part I don't know how they kind of might play with that part where either he's gonna be really similar to Blade just as in. He's pretty much gonna be a day walker, but his only weakness is the thirst. Or they could basically take it away and everything, just as in he can basically just survive on blood or just survive on human food. So he pretty much could be literally half vampire, half human, but with no weaknesses whatsoever. It's like the thirst don't really get him. I would just say I think we're gonna see more about this. It's not really old news. Buster Sykes, this this is coming, this came out like last week. And Wesley Snipes actually did confirm, him and Marvel are confirming that they are in talks and wanting to do another Blade. I mean, yeah, there's been some back alley stuff that were rumors and speculations, but this is actually being confirmed right now. That that's the, I think that's that's the big news about it. It's now being confirmed from both parties. But yeah, so we won't see, because there really is no announcement about it. But uh, I know GC uh, is going to get on that CT workout uh, regiment, so... 
Yeah, and CT Fletcher, I mean, again, I mean, since you're security, I'm pretty sure he could get you in for a clean discount at the Iron Addicts gym, so. Like I said, whatever I have to do, if I have to lose 50 to 100 pounds just for that role, I will do it. Yeah. Oh, real quick, this is all topic about the podcast, but I want to tell you, GC, I just started driver's training yesterday. Just wanted to let you know that. I'm actually driving now. How many years later? Shut your ass up. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, am I? How do you again? Shut up. Anyways, old enough to drink. Anyways, but uh, moving on. So, uh, now this is this one is going to be a little... We're, this is going to be a roller coaster. So, I'm going to give you guys a backstory before we start talking about Alex Baldwin. So, about a week and a half ago, uh, DC and one of us had confirmed that Alex Baldwin was now going to be playing the role of Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's dad in the upcoming Joker movie. Uh, and then, But now we're getting a new news report, and this is coming from USA Today, saying that Alec Baldwin pulls out a Thomas Wayne role in Joker and quotes, I'm no longer doing that movie. And he, he says that in such a firm way. I wish I could say it the way Alec Baldwin said it, but whatever. And I'm gonna read this verbatim. Alec Baldwin has withdrawn from the role of Bruce Wayne's father, jo uh, Thomas Wayne, in the Joker uh, movie, Baldwin told USA Today, "I'm not, no, I'm no longer doing that movie, citing scheduling issues. I'm sure there are 25 guys who can play that part." Baldwin said. Um, so my thing is, I'm pretty sure Al Baldwin did pull out because of the fact he's like, "Nigga, I ain't about to go on this Joker movie, which is not gonna make any logical sense." He's like, nah, man, DC, y'all already in a ruckus already. Why would I want to be part of that sinking ship? Y'all did that with Ben Affleck. Y'all did that with Henry Cavill. Y'all did that with Jeffrey D. Morgan and everyone else. Don't get me wrong, Wonder Woman's still a good movie in Suicide Squad. I actually do like it. But yeah, like, nigga, I, I'm good. Pretty much, Al Baldwin gave up the deuces. He chucked up the deuces and he's like, I'm out. I got better things to do. Like, maybe be in the next Mission Apostle movie, because maybe I'm not dead. Spoiler. But, uh, yeah, so, that's my two cents. GC, do you have any thoughts about this? No. Okay, so, <laughs> we'll move on then. Um, Matt Smith, some of y'all who are Doctor Who fans, who know that Matt Smith is the 11th Doctor, has now been confirmed to be a key, to have a key role in the upcoming Star Wars movie. It's coming from Variety, his website. Um, sources from Telluri that the Crown star Matt Smith is joining Star Star Wars Episode 9, which is currently in production in the UK. It's unknown at this time whether the Doctor Who al alum will be on the side of the Rebels or the Evil Empire. Smith joins returning cast members Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Isaac, Oscar Isaac, Adam Driver, as well as newcomer Carrie Russell, Richard E. Grant, Dominic uh, Monaghan, and uh, Naomi uh, Aki. Billy D. Williams replies to his role as Lando Calrissian, and Carrie Fisher will be featured as Leia Organa in the final installment of the Skywalker Saga, using previous unreleased footage uh, shot for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Fish, Fish, considering the fact that Fisher died back in 2016, Mark Hamill will be returning as Luke Skywalker, and Anthony Daniels will uh, reprise his role as CP3, a CP3, a C3PO. And that's pretty much it. Uh, any thoughts on this, GC? No. No. Uh, well, I do. I have a little bit of thoughts because I, I mean, I watch a little bit of Doctor Who. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Doctor Who fan, but I. I know a lot of people who are who might beat me up because I don't really like Doctor Who all that much. But 
I think Matt Smith's a good uh, uh, addition. Uh, we need more British actors. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe he'll find. Maybe he'll probably be playing Kyle Tarn, which I would find hella dope. Um, but yeah, because like, for those of you who don't know, I'm a massive Kyle Katarn fan from the from the extended universe of uh, Star Wars, where Kyle Katarn was one of the first confirmed great Jedi's in the Star Wars universe, because this nigga was running through the six, smashing his uh, partner Jan, and was using the Force at the same time, and like fighting the Empire and stuff like that. Like this dude was like he had pussy on one hand, a lightsaber on another. You could not. He was untouchable. So if Matt Smith does play Kyle Katarn. You best believe I'm gonna be at the premiere for episode nine. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it doesn't have a massive mixed division of fans like episode eight was. But I was. I'm on that fandom where I actually do like episode eight. Yeah. And our last piece of news. Now, GC, I'm pretty sure your kids watch it. Did you? Do your kids ever watch a show on Disney Channel called Gravity Falls? Nope. You're killing me, small. Well, Gravity Falls creator Alex Hirsch. Inc.'s overall deal with Netflix. This comes from Deadline.com. Uh, I'm gonna read this verbatim. Let me zoom in a little bit because I still don't have my glasses. Uh, under the pack, under the pack, Hirsch will exclusively develop a new series and feature film for the streaming platform, switching from children to adult animation. Alice is an imaginative storyteller with new ideas who has quickly developed a reputation as a fresh new voice in animation said Cindy Holland, VP of the original content for Netflix. We couldn't be more excited to work with him as we continue expanding our adult animated slate. Hirsch is a writer, director, producer, and author best known for creating the, and voicing the Annie and BAFTA award-winning animated series Gravity Falls, which ran for two seasons on Disney Channel and Disney XD. He was in his uh, 20s when he created the series inspired by his own childhood and he was veiled as a fresh new voice in animation so all right gc says you don't really have much to say about gravity falls i do gravity falls is one of my favorite sh uh animated shows to come out in recent memory uh shout out to my snitch um uh jv uh jv fairbank uh i'll leave it at that uh jv i'll call him jv jv who's uh one a really great animator who's currently working on a new his own animation which likely or not could get picked up by Amazon Video, Amazon Prime uh, original creator create uh, content and stuff like that. Shouts to JV. Uh, I know he was big on Gravity Falls. He actually got me into Gravity Falls, and I actually watched both seasons from beginning to end. Um, I'm glad to see that Alex Hirsch is gonna is about to make an up and coming uh, start for Netflix. I want to see what he's going to do. Maybe just maybe Alex, if you're listening to this. I would love to pitch my idea of a animated version of Power Rangers, the Mighty Mor based off the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic books from Boom Studios. I would love to pitch the idea to you because I think I have a great uh, lineup of act star uh, voice actors and voice actresses that would be great to play the original six Power Rangers, Rita, Zed, Goldar, and Lord Dragon himself. So if you are if you're listening to this, Alex. Hit me up, dude. Hit me up, and, I, and, I, and we can we talk business. We talk business, you know. But with all that out the way, uh, actually, we do. I do have one piece of quick news, and then we're gonna wrap this up. So, I forgot to put this on my notes, but as y'all know, GC and I are big on Halloween, but I'm do, and especially we're at, we are kind of excited for the new Michael Myers movie that's coming out. Well, yeah. Apparently, and this is being confirmed from uh, ComingSoon.net. 
the new Halloween film is going to have an official novelization released in October. That's right. We're about to get a novel of Halloween, and I'm gonna be I'm reading this right now. In keeping with the tradition of the first half of the franchise, the upcoming Halloween movie is getting an official novel novelization, and I just got cut off. Oh, never mind. I was say I just got cut off from uh, at um ad block. Um, and uh, it's coming out. It's gonna be on shelves October 23rd, written by John uh Parcilla, who writes the supernatural novels. According to the novels, officially. Uh, the official premise is as follows. In 1978, Laurie Schrode survived the encounter with Michael Myers, a masked figure who killed her friends and terrorized the town of Haddonfield, Illinois on Halloween night. Myers was later gunned down, apprehended, and committed to Smith's Grove State Hospital. 40 years later. So it's pretty much the film version. It's the, the novel version of the film that's coming out. That's essentially what it is. Uh, GC, quick, quickly, what's your thoughts about this? Are you going to pick up the... Uh, the are you going to pick up the... Um, the book GC hold on okay oh, I forgot you're at work so I'm gonna take that I'm gonna take that as you are going to pick up the novel I'm actually gonna pick up the novel too I, I actually do read some novelizations of some of my favorite uh, movies and stuff like that so I honestly cannot wait I cannot wait to uh, actually read it I would like to know what happens in novel form before I actually go see the movie because I think the movie comes out uh, it comes out, the movie comes out on the 19th, the book itself comes out on the 23rd, so we don't know what might happen, but uh, I'll actually read the, I'll finish reading the rest of the premise. Memories of that nightmare, uh, nightmarish ordeal have haunted Lori, and now Myers is back once again on Halloween, having escaped a routine transfer, leaving a trail of bodies in his wake. This time, Lori is prepared with use of survival training to protect herself, her daughter, Karen, and her daughter, Allison, a teenage separated from her family, and enjoy a Halloween fe festival, uh, festivals, and stuff like that. So, yeah, other than that, uh, I can't wait to read it. I would like to see what they're going to do, and hopefully we do see, uh, and I wonder if it's gonna either it's gonna be a novelization form of the movie, or likely or not, it could like be like in between the events of Halloween and Halloween, uh, H H two four H forty or something like that. I don't know. But um, other than that, I we are officially done. This was a short episode of the podcast. I know it's just been really boring all this weekend with all the everything, everything that's happened. But other than that, uh, thank you guys very much. This is episode forty four of the Struggle Game Podcast. It is. September 1st, 2018. Uh, I'm going to see if GC is here. GC, what is your closing statements for episode 45, uh, 44? Go. Love you all. All right, cool. And my closing statement is, as always, guys, he, uh, and like X-Force said, pray for the victims. Do what you need to do. And as always, donate blood. Go to your local American Red Cross. If there's an American Cross around uh, near you or if your hospital is doing it, be sure to donate blood. There will be there. You never know if there will be people who are going to need your blood at some point. Uh, other than that, uh, stay blessed, people. Stay blessed. Uh, thank you guys very much. Uh, as always, then, now, forever. Email us at scrucklegamebookings at gmail.com. That's scrucklegamebookings at gmail.com. For any questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business required, we're all doing business with any folks. You want to find, find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter. Just type in scrucklegaming and bam, you'll find us right there. Help us, support us. If you have any business inquiries and you want to help us, please do. You can email us and you can DM us on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find us on our YouTube page at scrucklegaming. And you can find us on our homepage, soundcloud.com slash scrucklegaming, where we up. 
where we upload all our previous episodes on the Scrub Club Podcast, as well as Scrub Lounge, and we're going to be doing TV and movie reviews very soon, because we know we've, we've been lagging a lot, I understand, we're trying to get back into it, since the fact that the, mo- the majority of us are still in school. Now, if you want some prior critique time, you want to hit us up, you want to send us some DMs, you find me Reckless Fox on Twitter or Instagram, the Reckless underscore Fox. You can find me on YouTube, Reckless underscore Fox, and you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If you can't find me there, you can find me on Facebook.com slash Morphin Network, where we do cover Power Ranger news, including hench- uh, um, including Super Sentai, and just henching stuff in general. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Morphin Net, and you can find us on our YouTube page, Morphin Network. GC, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Godchild 15 uh, Twitch, Gotcha15, and Twitter and Instagram at Gotcha underscore 15. And without all the way, thank you guys very much. This is episode 44. We will be back for the next podcast. I think probably next week. We might, we honestly we might take a height. We might take a little break next week. I'm not sure yet. We have, we'll, we'll confirm that. We're going to go in the meme room. We're going, you know, hustle, you know, Rick Ross as always. But until then, guys, peace out. Bless up. I keep it right things. $20 or less. And we'll see you on the next podcast until then i bid you all do goodbye and good night bang doses peace